hey you. I want to share with you something that I genuinely think will transform your life and your business, to be honest. HDX is open from now until May 17 with a few special bonuses. Join before May 11 and get my eight-week Purpose and Abundance course completely free, which is $888 worth of value. And if you join before May 17, we're actually going to give you $999 off our upcoming Mexico retreat. I mean, how good a freaking deal is that? And if you join before May 17, then you'll be in time for two amazing bonus classes this month in HDX with my personal business consultant, Nikki Rowley. Now, this is the woman that has helped scale my business significantly in the last year or so, and I am sharing her with my HDX community. She'll be teaching on how to grow and scale for business and what strategies and structures will actually get you there. She will also host a bonus business Q&A, which means you can actually ask my consultant anything you want to ask her about growing and scaling your business. This is an opportunity that could transform your life and your business, so don't miss out. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Human Design Podcast with me, your host, Emma Dunwoody. I'm a qualified master coach and human behavior specialist, as well as being a qualified human design coach. And I work with clients every single day to answer the big questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And what is my purpose? I also assist them to transition from the person they think they should be to the person they really are on the inside. I teach people how to actually live their design instead of just knowing it. And if this is something that you want to do too, well, stay tuned or reach out for private coaching or human design unpacks where I show you exactly how to live your design. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Human Design Podcast with me, Emma Dunwoody, your host. I'm super excited to bring today's episode to you. I'm going to be talking all about the Gene Keys Golden Path because I am, obviously, I've been um, contemplating my Golden Path uh, this year. I've been diving deeper and deeper into it. And it has occurred to me that it is incredibly powerful. And one of the specific things that I find it so powerful because of is because it gives us a journey. It gives us a journey through our design. When we come to human design, we're given our chart and it kind of tells us our energetic blueprint, right? Just where it is in that moment or what it is, I should say. Now, one of the things that I learned pretty early on was that what didn't feel comfortable or correct was that it was this kind of static thing that just sat there. Um, this is your design. Um, and to me, that kind of felt a little bit robotic because we don't just come into the world and boom, this is who we are. Because if we did, then none of us would be on a personal development journey anyway, right? So as I started to contemplate the gene keys many years ago and just just the gates, just the, the gene keys themselves um, of my prominent gates and, and over time, all of them, I what I loved about it was the journey of um, Shadow Gift City. Like all of a sudden it brings what I feel is momentum, movement, um, growth to human design. Now, when I dove into my golden path, 
well, that was amplified even more because it gave us a really tangible or it gives us a really tangible journey that we're all designed to go on. Now, as Richard Rudd puts it, and I love this so much, we talk about or he talks about the the gene keys are the map, okay? Then our hologen, our hologenetic profile, well, this is our compass. And then the golden path, which I'm just about to introduce you to, is the journey. How good is that? So one of the things that um, the reason why I want to share it with you, why I'm falling so deeply, madly in love with it, why I've launched 2.0, which is my mastermind that's going to go through all of this to create that real depth of who you are and why you're here is because I love this journey of evolution that the golden path gives us. I just think it's incredibly powerful. Now, just on Mastermind 2.0, we literally have two spots in each class left. Okay. So as this goes to air, they, they that might even, might not even be that many spots available. So please, if this episode speaks to you and you've always wanted to join my mastermind, or you've just decided you want to join the mastermind, please do it because it's going to be a transformational program. It is just, yeah, it's 30 plus coaching hours with me. And we've had Mastermind 1.0 is running at the moment. And oh my goodness, the conversations. Last week, we actually got off a call. It was four hours long. It was the most powerful, transformative coaching session. And um, I didn't even know it went for that long. It was only until Taylor sort of mentioned it the next day. She was like, wow, that went for four hours. I was like, oh yeah, I didn't do the maths in the, in the end. I wondered why it was so late when I got off it. So one of the things for me, obviously, a large part of the work that I'm here to do on planet Earth is to help you grow and evolve, to help you take your power back so that you can make the correct choices, decisions, um, go in the correct dis- uh, direction so you can parent your kids, be in relationships, earn money, get paid to be you. And a large part of the, the work I'm here to do is to simplify human design um, and the golden path now and the gene keys so that you can implement, integrate, and transform your own life, become your own guru. Sound good? All right. So in this episode, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to take you through the high level parts of the golden path. Okay. So the spheres that we're talking about, I am going to put this over the top of human design so that, um, if you don't have your, um, your golden path or your, um, your hologenetic profile, which is what the gene keys or Richard Rudd calls it. You can either look at it in, um, genetic matrix, or you can go straight to the gene keys website and just put your details in there for free. It's just the same as getting your human design chart, but it doesn't map it back to human design. Okay. So I'm going to do a little bit of that in this episode. So maybe press pause, maybe go and get your um, hologenetic profile from the Gene Keys uh, website and then follow along with me because, as I said, I'm going to map it back to human design as well. So here we go. When we're talking about the golden path, as I said at the beginning, the golden path is the journey that we go on, okay? The hologenetic profile, this is our compass, Okay. So if you've read the Gene Keys, then you know that we have the shadow, the gift, and the city, okay? And the shadow is the um, 
the fear expression of a gate or a sphere, as they're called in the Gene Keys. Um, and then the gift is the higher expression and the city is like the enlightened expression. Okay. Now, oftentimes we'll talk about how you can sort of move up and down those. It's not like you just, um, graduate from one and then that's it. It is a sort of, um, two steps forward, three steps forward, one step back type thing. Okay. But what is really important to understand is this, this simple distinction is that for us to experience the gift, we must go into the, the shadow. Okay. We must go into the fear. So we have to learn to face it, accept it, integrate it. And then we can start to consistently express the gift, which I think is a really important point. Um, and it's why I suppose, uh, Richard Rudd has actually languaged it this way because within every fear, there is a gift, right? Um, so the gift comes from leaning into the shadow and, and really accepting that part about ourselves. Because obviously when we read the shadow expression of the gene keys or our specific gene keys, um, I don't know about you, but there was definitely a lot of, mm, yeah. Oh, cause it was true, you know? So I had to own those reactive or repressive states. Um, and once I own them, then I no longer put them outside of me and I can start to integrate them into our body. So that's, what's really important. And then once we do that, then we start to experience the gift expression of our design of our gates of our, uh, spheres. Okay. So we have three sequences within the golden path. Okay. We have the activation sequence, which in human design is, um, our incarnation cross. So the personality, sun and earth personality, sorry, design, sun and earth. Okay. Then, and this is all about our genius. This is all about um, how we're going to go out and um, give our gifts to the world, if you like. This is our genius. Then we have the Venus sequence, and this is all about relationships, okay? This is who we came here to be in relationships, you know, that journey from the shadow expression through to uh, the gift. And one of the other things I think Richard Rudd puts a lot in all of his books is it's like the city's not a given. It's just not a given. Like it's, it'd be great if we get to express it, but don't fixate on it. Don't fixate on any of it. That's the other thing he sort of talks to. I'll get to that in a minute. Um, it's really the gift, which is when we're doing our work, when we're um, moving into the third sequence, which is the, um, the pearl sequence, which is all about prosperity. It's about the gift expression. Okay. The Cidic expression is our more enlightened state. So it's kind of like once we've done our work in the world, once we've had our impact, once we feel fulfilled, then we can go to this higher expression. Um, and sometimes we'll dip in and out of it as well. Like it's not a fixed state. Um, and it's not like you can't access until you've ticked off a number of boxes. It just doesn't work that way. Um, it's this movement of energy and frequency and expression. So the other piece I will just drop in before I get into the Venus sequence is that it's about, um, you know, Richard Rudd talks about contemplation. The contemplation is the difference between meditation and learning. So meditation, we sit, we close our eyes, um, and we still the mind, um, with learning, we're thinking, we're, we're taking in information with contemplation. It's kind of halfway between the two. If meditation is a little bit more passive and I get that it's not always passive, but just, I'm going to use that as the point here. Um, if we think that learning is the active state, then contemplation is somewhere in the middle. We can't rush it. We can't force it. We just sit with it. One of the things that I do a lot with the gene keys or the way I explain it to people is that 
What's a cool thing to do is notice what sounds or looks highlighted. Now, I know that sounds like a weird thing to say, but when I'm listening to my gene keys and oftentimes I'll listen to them and I'll hear something that I've never heard before. And literally with most of my, my gene keys, um, I've listened to them all numbers of times, like numerous times. So pay attention to what jumps out, what feels like it resonates on that day. Um, what feels highlighted or significant or resonance. Okay. Because that's the piece that wants to be integrated or learnt or experienced in that moment. Okay. So, okay, we've got the activation sequence. Now we're going to move on to the, um, the Venus sequence. And I'm going to go through each sphere. Bear with, I will get there. The Venus sequence is all about <clears throat> who we're designed to be within relationships. <clears throat> now, Richard talks a lot uh, in the book about how this was the one that changed his life, the Venus sequence. And truth be told, when I started um, doing my golden path work and contemplating it, I started with the pearl sequence, went to the activation sequence, and then dragged myself into the Venus sequence. And as I'm reading, I'm like, yeah, I don't think it's going to be that powerful. Like I've done all the work. I've done not all the work, but loads of work on my relationship. Um, And I had really low expectations. And then I got into it and I was like, blown so powerful love it um and then the the final sequence that i'm going to talk about today is the pearl sequence so this is all about wealth and prosperity okay it's kind of like how we go out and actually serve in the world so let's dive in i'm going to go through each sphere and i'm going to give you a little bit of a an outline of what it is um as i said if you want to dive super deep then either join me in the mastermind 2.0 for some massively exciting um, deep dive coachings, all the behavioral human design mindset, deconditioning, all of that as well. Okay. We're going to start at the beginning and that is, we're going to use the, the activation sequence first. And we start with what the gene keys calls your life's work. Your life's work is your personality sun, uh, in human design. And this is really about grounding all of your deeper purpose into the physical plane. It's about your purpose meeting the world. Okay. Now finding your shadow in here and then leaning into it will lead you into what is called the challenge that lies between the life's work and the evolution. Okay. And there's going to be a significant lesson within your life's work and your evolution, which is the personality earth. For me personally, this has been a large, this has largely been due to support, equality, flipping family and work and how I, how I'd, um, set everything up. There was a really significant shift that needed to happen. And as soon as that challenge was overcome and that shift had happened, well, you guys have heard all the story. This is when I really launched the human design podcast and my business being specifically focused on human design. And now I look back and go, Oh, wow, that was that challenge. So our evolution, which is the personality earth, is, as Richard calls it, the turbine that drives our life's work, okay? So what does that mean? Well, for mine, it's gate 40 or um, gene key 40. So my work is what drives my 37. And my 37 is family, community, equality, 
um, the, you know, divine mother, um, all of those, that tenderness energy, it's all driven by the work that I do. So when I was trying to put family first and be like, well, I have to do this before I get to the work piece, that's why it was the challenge, okay? Because for me, that that gate 40, my work has to come first. Now, the other thing that I really want to um, touch base on really quickly, and I'm not going to go over them all, but the line numbers play a massive role in your um in all the sequences. Okay. Because they're going to give them like our profile. It's going to give you a lot of nuance to how specifically you express this or experience these energies. Okay. So pay attention to those line numbers as well. I'm not going to go into them today because I don't want to go on forever. I want it to keep it short and sweet and really practical. Um, the next piece, the journey between evolution to radiance, this is actually called our breakthrough. This is what comes from the challenge to create a whole new end. It gives us, this is what comes from the challenge and its purpose is to create a whole new life from it. Okay. And this is the journey from your personality earth to your design sun. Now, how did that work out for me? Well, the breakthrough was I've got the gate of focus um, in my radiance and your radiance is also where your, um, your health, your vitality and that your aura is. Okay. So what does your aura look like to others or how is it experienced by others? And when I got the challenge, when I overcame the challenge, I got my, my work family balance. And obviously I'm using really high level examples just to help you integrate here. Once I got that sorted, the breakthrough was, I knew what my primary focus was, the, the gate nine or the um, Gen Key nine, it's all about like focusing on the big dream and then all the little steps and actions fall into line to support you to get there. Right. So that was my real breakthrough that I then knew who I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. I had this vision of human design and taking it mainstream basically. Then we have the, so the radiance is all about how you are um, experienced by the other through the aura. It is also about your vitality. So for me, I'm obviously experienced as a person who seems really focused, um, aligned to my, my bigger dreams. Um, and then there's obviously nuances that go into my, uh, line numbers. And for example, I have, um, the line five in there. So a large part of this work for me is I want to have a wide impact in society. I want to be a leader. Um, also have this practical, um, nature about me. So this is all giving me more, more insights into who I'm actually here to be. And it's absolutely bang on for me. Then we have this journey between the radiance, which is your design sun to your design earth, which is called your purpose. Okay. And this journey is called inner stability. So when we overcome the challenge, we experience the breakthrough, we create this core stability, and this is the inner strength derived from facing our shadows. So it gives us this faith in ourselves, faith in our abilities, faith in our authenticity. In our purpose, which is your design earth, this is where we really um, feel fulfilled. Okay. I honestly think that purpose is experienced through the entire chart, especially through this entire sequence. Um, and it can give you really nuanced pieces, which is what we're going to go over in uh, Mastermind 2.0. However, this is very much, this purpose is about, okay, well, what is my purpose? What, how am I going to feel fulfilled? And for me, I've got the gate 16. Okay. So the gate 16 is um, all about mastery. 
Um, it's all about, you know, creating national, uh, natural talent. It's about being different. It's about being unique. Um, and trusting that all the, the repetition, all the effort that I'm putting in will then become um, unique to me because not only will I master whatever the thing is, I will then make it mine. Again, bang on. I'm line five. Uh, so my purpose is done through the voice, impact and communication. Hello, you're currently listening to my podcast, right? How good is this stuff? Like you can't make it up. It's so good. Okay, the next sequence. The next sequence is the Venus sequence. Okay. This is all about navigating the emotional realm. This is the relationships and how you were kind of like conditioned. This is really powerful. How you conditioned to be in relationship. Okay. Um, and I'm going to go through the journey just following the arrows, but it's actually the way um, I teach it is the way uh, Richard Rudd and the Gene Keys teach it as we actually look at it a little bit backwards. We go backwards because uh, it's an evolutionary stage backwards, but it's kind of a process through the Venus sequence the other way. If I'm complicating you, complicating it for you, just put that down um, and follow along. So the next one, when we go into the Venus sequence, we start with purpose again. Okay. So we're starting in our design earth. Okay. And the question here is, what is my purpose within relationship? And for me, I think that I just was like, oh my God, learning, learning, experiencing, building skills, um, becoming a master. Like, hello, you've heard my entire journey about relationships, right? Um, I have got the most incredible husband, as you guys all know, he is awesome. We are brilliant together. Has it been easy? No. Has it been developing skills and mastery? Uh Uh-huh. So for me, that made real sense is why I kind of went, oh, hang on a second. I think this Venus sequence is really powerful. So one of the, the pieces with purpose is that you're fulfilling purpose through reflection and relationship. Okay. So like I've just done reflect on, on what's happened in the past. Then we go through this journey from purpose to attraction and it's called your Dharma. Okay. Your Dharma is between purpose and attraction and then between attraction and IQ, and we'll get to what that means, you have your karma, right? So your dharma manifests through your karma. So your soul's mission, your purpose, your why you came to planet earth or this soul is on this particular life journey um, will manifest through your karma, the actions that you take, Okay. So then we go to attraction and attraction is like sexual attraction. Okay. It is like how we attract the other. So for example, I have gate 53 um, and 53 obviously is very much about um, new, you know, it's all about this expansion. The next piece is the next sphere is IQ. Okay. So IQ is your intelligence quotient. All right. And your IQ is the, the mental, the thinking, the, the mind, um, the open mind, closed mind, um, how the body takes in information, but it's very much the beliefs that you're creating. It's the way you see the world. 
It's the life stage uh, 15 to 21. So when teenagers go out in the world, this is when they're testing what they've learnt, okay, and they're creating solid belief systems and identities. This is our IQ. So within here, this is a time where we look back at that that sphere or the theme of that sphere. Um, the IQ also, sorry, is in your does sorry your personality Venus, okay. And one of the questions is, you know, look back at your teen years and and what. What was there and what were you testing out that perhaps isn't there now or it's embedded now? And for me, I've got the gate of opinion. And I was so freaking opinionated between 17 and 21. Like I was called feisty. I said what I thought. I had some pretty, my legal studies teacher used to call me the hanging judge, you know, like I wasn't afraid to say what I thought. So a large part of, as I was going through this sequence, I was like, wow, I want to tap back into that. I really want to tap back into that fearless expression of my opinion. Then we move to the next piece, which we go through this same thing again. So we have a challenge between our IQ and our EQ because our EQ is our emotional quotient. Um, It's very inward focused. Oh, sorry. It's um, our emotional journey. Okay. This is the life stage of eight to 15. So between eight and 15, this is when everything that we've, now that we're sort of separate, we're separating from our mother, we're starting to create our own life. It's when our emotions come in as well. So how do we handle emotions? How do we move through emotions? Um, Then we go on to SQ and SQ is our spiritual quotient. And what I love about this is our spiritual quotient is how much we allow ourselves to live or allow spirit to live through us. How good is that? Oh my God, I love that. Um, And this is the zero to seven, okay? So how much we fully allow ourselves to surrender. And for me, I've got um, five, I've got gate five. Oh, sorry, I've got got the, the fifth gene key. And the spiritual quotient is your design Venus. Your emotional quotient is your personality, Mars. Your intellectual quotient is your personality, Venus. Okay. Um, So yeah, so my spiritual quotient, the shadow is impatience. Yep. hundred percent. And as a kid being diagnosed with dyslexia, probably right on the age of seven and maybe even a year younger or no, I think it was seven. Everyone, I felt like everyone was always rushing me. So I built this habit of impatience. Um, and I had a fear that if I didn't hurry up, then I, um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be taken care of. I'd be left behind. Um, so yeah, bang on for me. Then we go to our core wound and the core wound, this is our, um, what is it? It is our design Mars. Our core wound is also, is something that is created, um, or is it like dropped in, in the first trimester of pregnancy? Okay. And we kind of come into the world with this core wound. So yeah, my core wound is also the shadow of deafness and, what that's really, um, that was massive for me. Like I actually had a fear of not wanting to be influenced. My parents were both in advertising and I learned about subliminal advertising really young. And I remember having this very, 
visceral fear that someone could put an ad on television and program my mind. So there was this part of my core wound that kind of shut off listening to other people, listening to anyone who wasn't my parents, um, because, you know, I didn't know if I could trust them. Um, now the next piece is we go into the third sequence and the third sequence is the Venus sequence. Sorry. The third, the third sequence is the pearl sequence. And this is all about wealth and prosperity. And I love the way Richard Rudd says it's releasing your prosperity. I mean, he's, he is not an overly money oriented human. Um, obviously he's, I would guess, guess he's quite a wealthy human right now, but money's not his thing. And funnily enough, he has the line four in his, um, personality Jupiter. So that also means that he wants to make money, um, to, to give it away, to, to give it to other people. So that makes spot on sense, right? Anywho, the pearl sequence, it starts with the core wound, except this time it's called the vocation. Okay. So the vocation is all about where you're here to initiate people out of their comfort zone. So for me, I'm here to initiate people out of um, their fear of A, trusting their insights, of overcomplicating things. Uh, This is where my good old HD made simple, you know, this is where this fits in right here, where people, as soon as we simplify HD, then there's no more excuses. People actually have to get out of their comfort zone and do it. So this is what our vocation is all about. It's that initiating people out of their comfort zone. Now there'll be obviously a, um, a line number to that as well. Um, I'm a, yet again, a, uh, oh no, I'm a line six in my vocation. So it's a visionary, you know, so I am visioning a new world. I think it's the philanthropist it's called. Um, so visioning a new world for, um, you know, how people can trust themselves. Oh, what a a surprise. Be your own guru. Oh my God. Right. You cannot make this stuff up. It's so good. Then the next place we go is we go to the culture and we, this is kind of a constant thing. It's not like step one, step two, step three. There is a journey that goes with the Venus sequence. There is a journey that goes with um, the activation sequence from one to two to three to four or so on. Whereas this is kind of just constantly feeding back and forward um, with each other and then into what's called the pearl, which we'll get to. So our vocation is our design, Mars. Um, and it's going to be how we initiate people out of their comfort zone. Then let's go to culture. Our culture is our Jupiter on design, on the design side. And this is how we are going to attract people. Or it's like, um, our culture is like what we build around us that is attractive to the other. Let me give you an example. I'm the gate 37, um, and line four. So it really is all about community, community, community. Uh, and you guys will notice that there is that, like, I'm very big on empowering the people within my community. Um, and people often come to my community because they feel like they can finally, you know, speak to like-minded people. They feel like they belong here. Um, obviously there's a lot of other levels to this, but I want to keep it super simple so you can navigate yours as well. Then we're going to move on to brand and brand is our personality son. Uh, this is 
exactly as it sounds, this is our brand. It's how our light is expressed in the world. Um, So for me, a lot of my brand, again, it's that 37. So it's very much about being, it's about equality. um, It's about family. It's about taking care, like being the the divine mother that's supportive um, and takes care of the group or the tribe. Um, And that's very much my brand. My brand is all about taking care of those around me and creating this family environment, this family brand. Um, And people want to be a part of that. Then when we're sort of living and we've looked at our shadows, we've gone in through our shadows, then we've expressed through the gift, what what will happen is we'll express and receive via our pearl. And our pearl is our personality, Jupiter. Um, and this is kind of how we receive money. And I actually have the line three, which is celebration. The line threes are designed to attract a lot of money, um, because they want to have lots so they can share lots and save lots and celebrate with their friends. Um, yeah, which is the thing that I love the most to be able to spend money on other people and go and have experiences. Like we don't even, we don't give birthday presents so much as we give experiences, which is very line three. So a line three will tend to have lots of money. Um, and then each line number has almost like a money signature um, for, for them. The line one is simplicity. So they'll tend to have just what they, just what they need, um, but they, they'll be happy with that, remember? So don't think, oh God, I'm a line one. That means I'm not going to have enough money. No, 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 no. You'll have what you need. So it'll feel really good to you. Um, line two, when you're recognized and seen for you, you're going to have the money that you need. Line three is celebration. It's about um, attracting lots of money so that you can spend it um, with your friends, basically with your family um, and celebrate with it. Uh, four is all about giving it away, a charity, um, you know, taking care of others. You know, they will tend to be people that don't want to hang on to money. They want to give it to others that need it more than they do. Uh, the five is all about power. This is the one where money gives you power. So again, in the shadow state, and all of these have shadow states, um, you know, are you using money to wield power or are you using money to empower? Then the line six, well, the line six, they will also, maybe they'll make lots of money or maybe they won't make lots of money. It's very, very unique to the individual. Um, and I know for just is a line six here and there is, you know, something that they talk about is it's about like a future. Again, it's that visionary piece. It's like seeing money in a new way. And what's really cool is that ever since we've sort of redefined our values as a family, as a couple, as a who who does what work and how do we support each other, um, he very much is a crypto trader. That's probably like the predominance of what he, what work he does, right? So it's very line six, like looking to the future, finding other ways to make money. And for him personally, he has always wanted to make lots of money more because it's fun to do it and to work it out. And that's why he loves crypto because it's new and it's it, he's curious and, and wants to um, master it and those sort of things. So again, the line six is going to be kind of different to everybody um, or at least unique to the individual. Huh. All right. Well, that is pretty much it. Um, it's so powerful. I trust that you'll be able to just quickly grab out your chart, go through the process, um, answer a few questions for yourself, look a bit deeper and, um, 
uncover your journey through the golden path. And of course, if you want to join us and go super deep, one of my missions is I was talking to just on the weekend, we were away um, camping and it just dawned on me, you know, the golden path is all about having that embedded brand. So it doesn't matter the product, the service, um, what the end thing is. It, all that matters is that no matter what you turn your attention to, you're in alignment. And Richard Branson was a person that really came up for me. I really like Richard Branson. Um, you know, I've got with my phone initially was a Virgin Mobile. Um, uh, we have um, had Virgin Money in the past. We fly Virgin as much as we can. Um, the the Virgin Music used to be my favourite music shop. We were actually walked past in Melbourne the other day where um, a couple of weeks ago where his first shop was in Melbourne, which is pretty cool. Um, so, and so it doesn't matter what product he turns his, his attention to. Um, we know that it's going to be consumer focused. We know that it's going to be fun. We know it's going to be quirky. Um, and as a consumer, we can trust the brand. So this is what I really perceive a lot of the golden paths about. Not only is it our own inner healing and alignment and all of those beautiful spiritual things, but I'm a super practical line three, um, sorry, experiential line three and a super practical line five. So I want to know, well, what does that mean in today in the day-to-day stuff? And what that means to me is to create authenticity and alignment like you see in Richard Branson or Oprah Winfrey or you know these these people who are so themselves beyond whatever product they sell whatever show they front whatever book they write it's just another feather in their cap and you know what you're going to get when you deal with those people and a lot of that is also because they know who they are so i feel like this is where for us in the mastermind 2.0 that's where we're going with this we're going with this in a way that um, no, it doesn't matter about what the end product is or the end service is. It's about really aligning to your truth, your authenticity, your brand, your culture, all of these unique pieces, who you're designed to be within relationship. Um, and then it makes everything in life a hundred times easier because you already know who you are. You don't have to trust and doubt and, um, you know, even try too many things out. You already know you're going in this direction and how you want to feel and what your themes are. So yeah, you just become this consistent human, um, like someone like Richard Branson. Anyway, now I'm just chitter chattering. Um, I trust that you enjoyed that episode. I trust if you want to jump on one of the last few seats that you will come and do it because it's going to be so much fun. Um, otherwise I hope you enjoyed going through your chart and enjoy going down the golden path rabbit hole in whatever way you do. Thanks everyone. Bye for now. Thanks everyone for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also, bonus points, could you leave a review for me as well on Apple? It would be greatly appreciated. If at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, by all means, get on my socials and DM me. Everything you need is there in the show notes. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.